If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story which comes from the Pro Revenge subreddit from Waffles Are Forever, great name, titled, Cheat on me with my best friend, I'll wreck your career and publicly humiliate both of you. Shithead and Sarah have been like family to my wife and I for several years, practically ever since we moved across the street from them. The four of us were extremely tight. Our kids are the same age as theirs and we are all good friends. We were one big family unit. We did dinner together a few times a week. We went on vacations together. I truly saw Shithead as a brother and my wife and Sarah were very close too. Five months ago, I was completely blindsided by the discovery of an affair between my wife and Shithead. My wife had left her email open on our computer and I saw an email from her to a longtime therapist saying that Shithead would be joining her at an upcoming session. Again. Uh, what the fuck? My mind started racing. Why in the world would Shithead be going to a therapy session without my knowledge? I did a search and found some other emails too and from the therapist proving that Shithead had been going to sessions together with her for about six weeks. I checked our mobile phone account and discovered that since late summer, they had been exchanging hundreds of texts every day, peaking at nearly 500 per day by the holidays. Speaking of the holidays, my wife and I hosted both of our families, parents, siblings, etc. for both Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. And Shithead and Sarah joined us either for dinner or after dinner on both holidays. Text records show that the entire time that they were at our house celebrating with our families, my wife and Shithead were texting each other across the room. They were doing that pretty much every time the four of us hung out, for months. And you know, all day, every day, just in general. But what bothers me the most is the way they were doing it with Sarah and I right there. I confronted my wife with the evidence and she admitted that yes, she and Shithead had fallen in love. It just happened. I don't know how. But I love him and I just don't feel anything for you anymore. I'm sorry. They'd gone on a school district trip together. Something had happened in a hotel room and things had moved quickly from there. She explained as I laid face down on the couch, unable to look at her that they had already made plans to move out and divorce me and Sarah. And while they didn't plan to move in together immediately because of the kids, they'd probably do so eventually. The meetings with a therapist were supposedly mostly for the purpose of finding a way to break this to me and Sarah as gently as possible, because they were so very concerned for our well-being. Sarah and I are fairly certain that they weren't planning on telling us about the affair at all and were simply going to discover their feelings for one another several months down the line after they'd come up with some other reason to divorce the two of us. My wife moved out two months ago. I was and still am utterly destroyed. I cry every day. I cried writing the first few paragraphs of the story just now. 
I worry non-stop about the impact on our kids, but I am not exactly a shrinking violet when I feel that I've been wronged. And in this case, I was objectively very, very wronged. So, a couple of years ago, Shithead ran for a board of education seat as a pretty extreme underdog. I helped him with his campaign materials and debate prep, and my wife, a well-known school district employee, this becomes important later, got the word out as best as she could. Much to our surprise, he actually won in a squeaker by just a few dozen votes. Being on the board became the center of Shithead's world. He joined every committee that he could. This turned into the foundation of his affair with my wife as they were constantly going to school events and meetings together on evenings and weekends. Once I discovered the affair, my thoughts turned pretty quickly to revenge and it occurred to me that an extramarital affair between a member of the Board of Education and an employee of the school district was at least bad politics and possibly violated district policy. Making things far worse for them was that my wife was in the running for an open administrative position and everyone knew that she was more or less guaranteed the job and the major pay rise that came with it. She had just finished a master's degree in school administration at the urging of her principal and the superintendent so that she could be promoted to the specific position. I had plenty of evidence of the affair, texts from both of them admitting to it, text records showing that they were texting hundreds of times a day, emails to and from the therapist, etc., I considered simply emailing all the evidence to the board and the superintendent, but I felt like I, as the grieving betrayed spouse, might not be seen as a credible source. So instead, I invented a fictitious, furious friend who was planning on showing up to the next board meeting and publicly shaming the two of them for their affair. I told my wife that I tried to talk this person down, but couldn't guarantee that they wouldn't show up and humiliate them publicly. As I expected, This led Shithead to conclude that the only option was for him to preemptively admit the affair to the board. The superintendent subsequently recommended that Shithead resign, which he did. Sarah said that he was utterly humiliated and crushed and barely got out of bed for a few days afterwards. Once word of the affair and Shithead's resignation started getting around, the superintendent, a longtime friend of both my wife and Shithead, contacted my wife and tearfully informed her that it was no longer politically appropriate for her to be promoted to an administrative position within the district. The position that had been lined up for her was later filled by an outside candidate. This sent waves of confusion and rumor throughout the district, as it was pretty well known that my wife was getting the job. The day after she was informed that she wasn't getting the promotion, my wife and I, despite our crumbling marriage, took our son to breakfast together on his birthday and her parents stopped by our table to congratulate her on her new role. She said thanks and excused herself to go cry in the bathroom for a while. I let the dust settle for a couple of weeks and then, right before my wife moved out, let them in on my little secret. It was never a furious friend threatening to expose them in the first place. Just me. Word of all this has gotten around our fairly small town, which Shithead grew up in, and my wife has worked in for nearly 20 years. My wife refuses to talk to me about how things are at work now, but I've heard from some people I know in the district that her formerly spotless reputation has taken a major hit. Shithead, formerly a gregarious social presence in our neighborhood and at events and pubs in town, has completely gone underground and barely emerges to mow his lawn. He's moving out soon to a shitty little townhouse which is all he can afford due to all the child support he's going to have to pay his wife. My wife and Shithead claim that they plan on trying to make things work together, 
despite all the public humiliation. I wish them lots of luck with that. I'm sure it will be a lot of fun to show their faces together in town. And OP did share a log of the text messages, but unfortunately that's disappeared since this story. However, OP did start to answer some common questions that was going on. So someone asked, are you and Sarah a thing now? You should totally be a thing. That would be awesome. OP responded saying, no, we're friends. We've been incredibly important to each other since this all started and have certainly gotten a lot closer, but not in the way that everyone's thinking. This would be all so much harder to deal with if I didn't have her to lean on. And she says she feels the same way about me. We're going through basically the exact same situation with the same players after all. Shithead hasn't moved out yet. Once he does, we plan to go back to getting the kids together more often like they used to. They'll never be the same, of course. She already does come over with the kids from time to time, but it's just tough with Shithead's constant presence across the street. Someone asked, didn't your revenge hurt both sets of kids? Opie responded, not really. Shithead has a day job. The board of education was his hobby and his passion, but this didn't affect his income at all. And my wife has been assured that if she wants to pursue an administrative position with another district, she'll have glowing letters of recommendation from a superintendent and principal. It means giving up a lot of work relationships in the process, but given the hit her reputation has taken, I'm guessing she makes that jump sooner rather than later. In the meantime, not moving to an administrative job means that she still has summers off with the kids. Someone asked OP, why do you call her your wife instead of your former wife? OP responds saying, we're working out way through divorce mediation, but it isn't final yet. We'll be soon. Someone asks, why didn't you notice all the texting your wife was doing? OP responded saying, well, I did. It was really starting to piss me off. It was excessive. She has a big social circle and does tend to text a lot anyway. But it was really getting over the top, to the point where she was completely ignoring me and the kids. At one point in November, I asked her to agree to a no phones at the dinner table rule, which she agreed to reluctantly, but then would pout through dinner. And eventually she started using her phone during dinner again. All that said, I was blind. Not only was the texting getting weird, but her relationship with Shithead was starting to make me uncomfortable. Sarah noticed it too and agreed. We confronted them a couple of times about it directly and they both swore up and down that it was just school stuff they were talking about. There was nothing else going on and for whatever reason, we believed them. Probably because the mind tends to refuse to see things that it doesn't want to see. Then OP continues saying, thanks by the way, for all the support in the comments. I couldn't reply to everyone, but I did read them all and I appreciate them. Even the brutally honest feedback from people who feel that I did the wrong thing. Posting this and reading all the responses introduced me to perspectives I hadn't considered about all of this and reminded me most of all the anguish I'm dealing with is pretty normal given the situation I'm going through. I had a pretty okay Memorial Day weekend, even though I missed my wife and thought a lot about the things we're probably doing as a family. I'm taking my kids camping next weekend and having something like that to look forward to and plan has me feeling pretty good today. Then Opie does have an update four years later. So OP comes in with her update. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Which says, I've been getting a surprising number of requests to post an update to this story. I guess it blew up a bit on TikTok, which I don't use. Where to start? It's been a bizarre few years, especially with COVID thrown in the mix, which I somehow still have never caught, despite my kids getting it twice each. Thankfully, just mild cases. Well, at the time that I posted the original story, I was obviously a wreck. Things actually got significantly darker for a while after that. My ex decided to start bringing shithead around our kids just a few months after she moved out, which was really hard for me to deal with. I'd never really dealt with serious depression before, but things got bad enough that my doctor more or less forced me to start on an antidepressant because I admitted to him that I was thinking about suicide pretty frequently. I think this is where I should mention, trigger warning for the rest of this paragraph. I had a very specific plan and everything I needed to do it. The one thing that gave me any kind of relief was telling myself that if life got any more unbearable, I had a way out. So yeah, shit got bad. But I'm still here and thankfully, I don't think about that option anymore. I reluctantly decided to dip my toe into the online dating world and after a number of short-term things that didn't pan out, I actually connected with someone. But I've been together for two years next month. She's absolutely amazing. We don't live together and for the time being, we're both good with seeing each other a few times a week. Would I love to see her more? Yep. Am I ready to live with someone again and go all Brady Bunch with our respective kids? I'm not sure. For the time being, we have a lot of fun together and that's more than good enough for me. As far as things stand with my ex and shithead, they're still together but there seems to be trouble in paradise because my kids report that they almost never see him anymore. My kids don't like him at all and they just avoid him when he's around, according to my older one. When all of this started, she had seemed confident that they'd be living together pretty soon, but they still don't. And as far as I know, there are no plans in the works for that. They did buy a boat together, which I find hilarious for some reason. It just seems like the classic affair couple thing to do. Sarah took a long time to accept that her marriage was truly over. But once she did, she really did an admirable job of moving on. She engrossed herself in home improvement projects. She remains the same incredible mum that she's always been. And she's been in a friend with benefits type relationship, which is all she wants right now, with a nice, funny guy for almost two years. We hang out here and there, especially when my pool is open in the summer. We aren't nearly as dependent on each other as we were in the beginning but we're still close friends. And no, still nothing more than that, which I'm glad about because the one thing the situation definitely never needed was more drama. My ex left the school district she was looking for and took a job in a neighboring district. I have no idea what shithead is up to, nor do I care. I hardly ever see him except at the occasional school event. For a while there, I was worried that he'd look at me the wrong way and I'd wind up in jail for knocking him out in an elementary school cafeteria or something. But I just don't care enough about him anymore for that to be a concern. So, all in all, life is pretty okay right now. I do miss being a family. 
I still have nightmares about all this stuff and deal with intrusive thoughts at times. I fall asleep to audiobooks now to keep those thoughts at bay. Otherwise, I still struggle to sleep sometimes. But my girlfriend is amazing. I have an incredibly supportive family. I just officiated my sister's wedding a couple of months ago and I have a big dog who needs a lot of walks and that's a huge help for me on so many levels. I hope that update answered people's questions. Thanks again for all of the support. Edit with dog tax. And I know OP initially got some revenge in the first part of their story, but in their new update where they said they've moved on with their lives, obviously they're still going through a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that, but that they moved on with their lives. They got a girlfriend and things are moving on quite comfortably at the moment. It always brings into my head about moving on, living a good life and enjoying your life is the best form of revenge. And I really hope it continues for OP going forward especially with waffles are forever what a name anyway what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from aliki lu who says am i the asshole for exploding 10 years of repressed rage at my mother-in-law hey so i 27 female and my husband 29 male have been together for 10 years i was 16 when i met my husband and being that I had no family of my own, I was excited to meet my then boyfriend, my now husband's side of the family. The first meeting went great. Nick told them I was Greek as he was Greek and my mum's side is. And they reacted by trying to ask me things in Greek. It was overwhelming at first. I respectfully let them know I'm not familiar with my mum's side but I'm always willing to learn. Although disappointed, they all understood. To impress them, however, I learned the language enough to have small conversations, learned how to cook the food they showed me and just celebrated them like they were my own blood family. Until a question got raised one day, where my parents were and who raised me. Not going to get into it, but they were not happy at all with the small information I gave them. After that, I was treated terribly. Any attempts at Greek, they laughed at. But if I stopped learning, then they could talk about me in front of my face, which they frequently did, expecting me not to understand until I did understand. They called me disgusting nicknames and even blamed me for things that I didn't even do. I was the punching bag and although at first Nick didn't do anything to help, he soon started stepping up for me. All this was instigated by Thea, who was the most narcissistic person you could meet. Very like Instagram fake and two-faced. Another couple of years go by with this bullying and his mum realized that either she joined them in bullying me or she would lose her son. She really buckled down when I had my first son, Atticus, and though she didn't stick up for me, she also didn't join in with them anymore. So one day, Nick's cousin brings home a girl, lovely girl. Now this cousin is Queen Bee Thea's kid and she was showered in attention and love. She isn't Greek, but they didn't mind. Months go by and they try teaching us in Greek and it was all going well until she also shared that she went through the same state system as me. I was so worried for her, but they all just smiled and laughed and said that we're your family now. Something in me snapped. I had to excuse myself with a smile on my face and sat out front until my husband caught on and we left. We live in the same street as my mother-in-law, so she followed us home soon after and went to have a little go at me for leaving without giving year year a kiss goodbye. I'm a very calm and patient person normally and I went off. I brutally unleashed on her 10 years of rage and didn't hold back. 
My husband told his mum to go home and then told me I'm an asshole for blowing up at her because I'm jealous of Jacob's girlfriend. I do feel bad, but I had to put up with this so much. I'm not sure anymore. Am I the asshole for yelling 10 years worth of repressed rage at my mother-in-law? And we're going to start with the comments from Brief Horror who says, not the asshole. You tolerate them, why? If you say because he's worth it, I'll vomit. No man worth a damn will make his wife go anywhere near that cesspool. Just stop going. Sure, you may get a divorce, but being married to someone who likes you is infinitely better. Opie replies saying, denial, honestly. I was holding on to a picture in my mind that I hope would turn out to be true one day. As for my husband, I love him and letting go over 10 years isn't easy. We'll have a conversation with him about me avoiding them from now on until they change their ways or the alternative would be separation. Rise Mardle says, not the arsehole. I don't think you were jealous of Jacob's girlfriend. To me, it really is a case of bottleneck that needed to vent. Maybe that wasn't the most appropriate way to do it, but your in-laws had it coming for being so racist slash nasty to you. Dipping my toes says not the arsehole. They spent 10 years abusing you and now they are unhappy because they have installed a new golden child and you don't appreciate the obvious favoritism. The husband is an arsehole for continuing to be his mum's flying monkey in this situation and you might want to do a bit of reading on the sunk cost fallacy as you evaluate your relationship with him. This is a toxic situation and it's never going to get better unless he grows a pair and that doesn't seem likely. Please be good to yourself and think very hard about this situation. Blueberry says your blow up wasn't about Jacob's girlfriend or jealousy. It's about the years of mistreatment that you have suffered and the injustice of their double standards of behavior. I'd cut way back on contact with any of them that have bullied you, insulted you, or not defended you when others have done this to you. And I start to look for a different place to live, far away from them all. You deserve to not have such people around you, not the arsehole. And one more comment from Witch Witch who says not the arsehole. You've been treated fairly poorly because a husband's family is judgmental of your family history. Husband is, in my opinion, not doing enough to step in and mitigate. When his mother started joining in, it needed to stop or contact needed to be controlled, especially now there's a kid involved. If your son learns enough Greek to understand them too, then he at best hears them talking bad about his mother. At worst, unequal treatment will extend to him. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you, which you can click on and scroll through all the stories automatically for you. Thank you so much for being involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.